0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Canadian Gamers. It's actually not the weekend, and it's not like 2am, and we're actually together, Stephen and I. Hooray! Huzzah! Nothing. I get nothing. You suck. (laughs) Well, say hello so people know that I'm not just talking to myself.
1: Damn you. I wanted to keep quiet as long as possible to drive you crazy, but you forced me out of the shadows.
0: Yes, I forced him out of the shadows. So, what's new? What's exciting? What's happening? Clearly, you've uh, been playing a million games while I uh, have been reading, studying, working on case files. You know, the usual.
1: Yeah, I've played two games since we last talked. Uh, One of them is the Little Dragons Cafe, which I talked about in the last episode of Fanboys. I've now completed it. And my opinions have changed a bit on it. I like it more than I did the last time I uh, I talked about it. But I still, there's a lot of flaws and a lot of ways this game could be improved. There were talks of a possible sequel, so if they do that, hopefully they'll improve a lot on it. And I'm a bit pissed because it's the second straight Switch title that does not uh, record my gameplay time correctly. I've talked about this in the last podcast, but with the messenger, if you look at my profile, it says that I've played it for 25 hours, even though I have two save files of 20 plus hours each. And on Little Dragons Cafe, uh, if you, if I load my file, it says 32 hours, but when you look at the, my profile, it says 25 hours plus. So I've sent Nintendo an email. I know it's a very minor issue, and it is. It's not like it's the end of the world, but I, kind of like this feature on the switch it's not as good as on the 3ds but at least here you can actually show people uh, this stuff which i really like to and i also like to see what other people have been playing i wish that instead of like 25 hours they would show the exact same time like on the 3ds and i wish they wouldn't limit you to 20 titles but the whole library and whatever but I'm a bit confused as why the last two titles I've played have uh, showcased an error like this because I didn't have this issue before and I hope it stops with these two titles. And finally, I've played Mega Man 11. Uh, completed it on Sunday. I was actually lucky because Amazon shipped it to me earlier so I got it on Friday, even though the game was only out on Tuesday. And... The reviews are now out, but it, well, they are they were out yes uh, <laughs> on Monday. The embargo was on Monday, and it's pretty much what I what I felt. Like if you're a hardcore Mega Man fan, which I'm not, I've only played two uh, Mega Man titles, uh, the mainline series at least. I thought the uh, they've added some things that felt a little bit unnecessary, like the double gear system in this game is. Basically, it lets you slow down time or or uh, boost, uh, power up your weapons, either the L or the R buttons. And even though these are not necessary to play the game, like the game was uh, designed with that system in mind, so it does. I don't really like that aspect in a Mega Man title. I wish they kept things a bit more uh, simple. But besides that, I'm sure. Mega man fans will love it it's still a pretty decent game and i was surprised by the visuals i thought the visuals would show me off, but i actually like them so yeah those are the two titles i've been playing lately so i'm guessing you have been playing nothing
0: oh yeah man oh yeah i had a uh, midterm this past uh what was it saturday yeah this past saturday and uh, we also had um a research paper that's due for Friday, plus a case study that's also due for Friday. And just for good measure, they gave us seven chapters to read this week because, you know, working 40 hours a week plus all of that is completely acceptable, naturally. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm scratching my head going like, I don't get this. I... I mean, you're responsible for all of the same content that you would be in a full-time MBA program with no school, uh, sorry, with no work, and I I actually talked with some of the administrators there saying, like, I don't get it, guys, like, part of the, the way it works is you have to be employed, and that's cool and all, but, like, for real, how in the Bloody hell, do you expect anyone to be able to read all of this stuff and do all of this work? Like, it's okay to have a midterm and it's okay to have like, you know, an assignment due, stuff like that. No problem. That really, that's not a problem. But the fact that you have multiple things, like, is kind of brutal. Like, really, really brutal. Like, next week, I don't even know how I'm gonna do it. I had to take a day off today just to catch up in terms of the readings because like i have about 500 pages i have to read for friday and i just laughed i finished my research paper which was great and i finished my marketing assignment that was great and my little cat saying hello but yeah just uh really starting to wonder like in the way they design the program like what the hell and what's really crazy is that the hard part hasn't even begun like the hard part begins in 2 weeks and that's where it ramps up and then it ramps up one last time about uh the second week of November so it's it's really messed up man so that's been my video game and it's it's been a really interesting one it's been fantastic uh so far so good though i mean it, it's all you know i'm i'm doing it it's just uh, holy crap but I spoke with a lot of the uh, other students and like from like that have already done the first year. And they said that it gets way easier as uh, time goes on because you don't have quite as many things do at the exact same time. They're like they don't even understand it themselves why the first semester is so brutal. They're like it gets it gets significantly easier as it goes along, which is really weird. But anyway, so that's that. That's awesome. When is
1: your uh, first break? Uh,
0: I get two weeks off in December. Amazing. Yeah, not bad, eh? But the real break will be next summer because uh, we fly to Vietnam, China, and Japan um, in May. But school itself, I believe, I don't have it with me here, but I believe it's finished in April? Sometime in April, I believe it's done. Um, actually, no, that's right. No, the way it works is you have your exams. That's right. So you have your exams and then it's like the day after the final exam, you fly out to Vietnam. Like it's brutal. It's really, really brutal. But when you come back, cause that's about two to three weeks, then school only starts back up in uh, August. So at least you do get some time off there, which I'm, I'm happy about. So anyway. awesome, yeah, but once it's done man it's done you know that's the way i 'm looking at it like i'm gonna i 'm not even going to know what to do with myself i'm going to be like, "Oh my gosh, I have all this free time <laughs> like what, what do I do so anyway well, you'll
1: probably take on like fifteen more projects to make sure you don't have more free time
0: probably probably i've I'm learning a lot of stuff of what to do with this channel though, and uh, like i'm getting some very interesting ideas from uh, from this course, so We'll see what happens there. Anyways, so let's officially begin. So we'll start this off with uh the kinda sad news, which is about telltale games. And it's it is sad this. The the story is essentially that they were looking for I think it was Lionsgate was the last um like the last company that were they were going to for funding and stuff like that. I, I don't really understand all the details of what happened here—it just seems like they they overextended themselves, and the sales just weren't there. It's weird. I was reading an article about this with, um, well, I guess the CEO or whatever the president or whatever he was called of the company, and that's what he kept saying. He kept saying that you know, like they would have critically acclaimed games, but just that the sales weren't there. And I thought that was really interesting because I thought their games sold well.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't... The thing is, I would consider myself a Telltale fan. Like, I really loved when they released The Walking Dead Season 1. And then I played The Wolf Among Us, which I thought was really awesome. Then I went on a little hiatus. But uh last year, or the year before, I played, like, uh, Game of Thrones and uh, Tales of the Borderlands and Batman, really loving those all of a sudden in one blow, but the the problem with Telltale is, uh, I'll I'll give you an example, and that's only my opinion, is that, let's say, a game like, uh, Zelda, like you you adore Zelda, right? Yeah. Let's say they would release, three Zeldas every year. What would happen? Eventually, you probably would stop, or you wouldn't even care about it anymore. I'll give you the perfect example. I adore Guardians of the Galaxy. I, didn't even realize that Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale game, came out last year. I didn't even know that. And I'm a Telltale fan and I'm a a Guardians of the Galaxy fan. Like, in my opinion, they were releasing way Way too too much stuff. And also, they never actually invested in themselves. Since the beginning, they've always had problems uh, with their engine. Like, I had issues with Batman. Like, uh, I completely lost all my progress in that game when I started episode 4 I basically started fresh and every decision I made in the previous episodes were gone I've had issues where like for some reason the skin of the faces of the characters during cutscenes were gone all I would see were eyeballs it was hilarious (laughs) and I think with Game of Thrones there were people that it would delete their saves and stuff like that like they've had issues since day 1 and it's always there they've never took the time to invest in themselves, make their games better I think what they should have done is release one or two games a year and that's it there's also some debate whether the episodic model works, because they're really the only people who use it, like Capcom tried it with Resident Evil and I don't think they ever tried it again uh, there's one other company that's doing it right now and I'm forgetting who it is but maybe it'll come back to me but this is a model that might work and might not work it's, it's a hard to tell I don't have the data in front of me but I think the major problem is that they just released too much stuff and had too many projects going all the time and also they were probably Terribly managed by whoever was uh, in charge because they let their employees know about this thirty minutes before the end of the day, and they also learned that they would wouldn't get severance, and their health insurance was due at the end of the month. So this doesn't sound to me like a company that was uh, well managed.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I I think that was just it. I think the the way I think. I think you really nailed it. I mean, I don't really have too much to add to that because of what you said. Uh I think they they did exactly what you said. I think they oversaturated their market. I think the way they were allocating their funds was probably like all over the place. And just the way this was handled, it was really poor. It was really poorly handled. And I think that was pretty much it, you know? And like... So basically, everything that they were working on is essentially cancelled. I mean, they're finishing up the uh, the Minecraft story mode for Netflix. you you sent uh, like in your notes there, but everything else is pretty much canceled. and like if you bought any of the season passes for any of those other particular games, especially like The Walking Dead there, the final um, the final season. season, yeah, you're pretty much screwed. So, and that's that sucks, but they
1: have they have been in talks, apparently to finish those that season they there's still some hope, which I find weird because they have been asking for other publishers uh or help financially f- somewhere else to complete that season in my opinion, they should worry about paying their employees first. It's like. It's weird. It's like, and even also today, I believe we're Wednesday, today or yesterday, Batman season two just got released on Switch. That was, again, it was already completed. Of course, it's not what I was, I asked you if this was going to happen. It still happened. It's still out today. Uh, season two, like walking dead, like episode two was out last week. So, and until like, I believe this weekend, you could still buy the season pass on the Switch. You couldn't on the PS4 and Xbox One, but you could on the Switch. Like, there's there, there's some mismanagement going on, and I I well, think clearly it, you hear about that a lot in the gaming industry. You do of companies like mistreating their employees, and it's not always the case, of course. But like I don't know of if I ever did this but i never worked a a day in my life without getting paid like i would never agree to work something not knowing if i would get paid i don't know how you could do that but this what this is what happens many of them did like several overtime that will never they will never see a a dime from that there was even someone who moved just moved in the week this was announced from australia with his family and he (laughs) learned that the company was going under like you just moved. Like how can you mismanage a company like this?
0: Yeah, man, it's pretty it's pretty sad. It's but like you said, it's it's common, you know, and I think a not a lot of reason why, but I think uh one of the reasons why is because all too often in the video game industry, much like many other industries that are are started or at least companies that are started by friends and stuff like that, this is what happens. Like none of these people have business experience. You know what I mean? Like they're all programmers or they're creative types or whatever. That does not make you a good business person. That does not give you the tools necessary to run your own organization. I mean, that's just not what happens. And I'm seeing that more and more. There's a a guy in my MBA program that worked for the video game industry and he said the exact same thing as you. He's like, every company, every single company from Ubisoft to any of the other ones that he's worked for, they have all run like this, all of them, where it's like you can tell that they just, they don't have any business acclimate, like they don't know what the hell they're doing, they treat people like garbage and... And it all stems from the fact that these companies started with no knowledge of how to actually do business and treat employees and build your company. And most of them just got super lucky that, you know, you release a game and boom, it sold, you know, 500,000 copies. That's enough money for you to keep going and keep going. And it's funny because I was watching um, a video the other day about Spyro. And it was all about the history of Spyro. And it was very interesting because, like every other company, you know, like Insomniac started as just guys. You know what I mean? Like just a bunch Mm -hmm. of people that got together that wanted to make, you know, like some game. And there you go. But, again, that does not make you... A good business person. That's <laughs> not. It doesn't make you a good boss. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has to go to school and everybody's got... No, of course not. Some of the best uh, CEOs on earth didn't go to school and have formal education, but it does help. Like, it it does help you to understand why human resources exist, why you treat people the way you do, why you create learning organizations and have organizational development and all stuff like that. It's so that these sorts of things don't happen. And, of course, naturally, you can't predict the future, right? Like, you never know. You could release the next Legend of Zelda, as you said, and it could be the world's biggest bomb. It sells three copies, you know? Like, they release a 2D Mario and one person buys it, Steven. Like, the chances of that happening, of course, are astronomically low if you know how to handle your properties, like, properly. And I think all of these things are what ultimately took out Telltale Games.
1: Another important factor you just mentioned, properties, is that, like, Telltale Games has no actual IPs of their own. There's zero value to that company. All they did was license games, so they, of course, didn't make as much money of their games as other people because they have license and fees and what what have you. Yeah. So that's another issue with them. They never actually like worked on their own stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's also why in a situation like this, they have nothing to fall back on. You see, like your THQs, your Acclaims, and all these companies, when they went under, at the very least for, for not necessarily employees, but for shareholders and things like that, they were able to generate some money through the sale of their intellectual properties, but like you say, what IP does Telltale Games have? They have their engine, and that's about it. Like so, anyways, just I don't want to you know stick on this forever. It's sad. It, it is sad, and I feel for all the the developers there, especially the way this was handled. That you had no idea. I mean, you came into work, like you said, someone moves from Australia here. And then you find out like, you know, that afternoon or whatever, like, oh, sorry, but you're, you know, we're pretty much shutting things down. It's like, what? So that's really, that sucks, man. That really, really sucks. So uh, my heartfelt uh, sympathies go out to all of you guys that are suffering from that. And that really sucks. Okay, so number two is something I just found out about. So our second topic is... This is really funny. The PlayStation Classic. I would have pre-ordered the hell out of this. So here, you can go ahead and buy me that for uh, my my Christmas gift if you'd like. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, yeah, I would have I would have jumped on this, but I, I I you know I've been so out of it. So basically, I I found out about this maybe two days ago, something like that. Uh, it's going to be ninety nine U S dollars, so one hundred and thirty Canadian, which is about right with the uh, dollar value. Comes with two controllers, but they're the original SNES controllers, as I call them. So they're not the Dual Shock controllers. Now that might perplex some people, uh, but it depends on on what they're doing here, okay? Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about this because. Some people may not know this. The DualShock, the original, original DualShock, was introduced on November 20th, 1997. Now, if you recall, the PlayStation actually lasted until... Well, the PlayStation 1 lasted well into the life of the PlayStation 2, which was, you know, well, what, 2000? 2001, I think, is probably where she started to, like, fizzle out a little bit. Uh, it comes with 20 preloaded titles, and so far, this is all I could find, so far, they've only announced like five titles, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, okay. So it's Jumping Flash, which is that rabbit game, Wild Arms, Final Fantasy VII, Tekken 3, Ridge Racer Type 4, and that's it for now. So, here's the deal, because I've seen a lot of people online talking about the DualShock, like the going over and over and over again about the DualShock. And I agree... It's an interesting choice to package this without the DualShock because, as I just said, late 1997 is when the DualShock was announced, uh, not announced, released, and all those games like that they're talking about, you can easily play with just a D-pad. No problem at all. However, there's no way that this set does not include Metal Gear Solid. It's it's impossible. It's just... It, it is. I'm sorry. It, it's not possible that this does not include Metal Gear Solid. And Metal Gear Solid was one of those games where it was like... Like, you needed the rumble feature. You... You know, like... Like, I can't... I can't imagine them. I really cannot imagine them releasing something called the PlayStation Classic without Metal Gear Solid. That is really the equivalent of Nintendo releasing the N sixty four without Ocarina of Time. And I yeah, I, I mean I guess you could. I just don't remember. Can you even play Metal Gear Solid with a D pad?
1: Yeah, I, I think from the from my memory, Ape Escape, is that the only game that you required the analogs to play?
0: The Ape Escape is the only one that had the dual analog.
1: Like, Yeah, but you could not play that game without them, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
0: that's right. And they won't include that, obviously.
1: Yeah, obviously, because they can't. But, yeah, I, I believe you can play Metal Gear Solid uh, without it,
0: Because that would be not the same. I'll tell you that. That really would not be the same. So I'm wondering if... Th- this is something that I was thinking of. I was like, well, what if... What if... They released their bunch of games, right? Whatever those 20 games are. And I'm wondering if they later on sell, like, a DualShock thing separately. I mean, that's... No, they, I know. they
1: confirmed that no? there will be no modular content after that. Oh, This really? is like the NES and SNES Classic. That's it. You, okay, the games wow. you get, you can't add more games after that. There won't be more accessories. That's it.
0: Okay. All right. Well, then there you go. Well, uh that sucks <laughs> no i mean like okay so let's let's go through this right we have a couple of games i'm I'm really glad that they announced final fantasy 7 like because to me there are certain games on the playstation that you have to have like you you have to have so what what other games for you must be on this
1: yeah that's that's a problem like you would think the Crash Bandicoot trilogy would be on this, but it won't be because they just released the trilogy on the PS4 and other systems. Same with Spyro. Like what will be on this? I'm confused. You get confused easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do get confused easily, but for me, I just, when I saw this announcement and I saw the price, I was like, Oh my God, really? $99 for this? You don't. You don't think that's a little, in my opinion, it's like forty dollars overpriced, if you ask me.
0: Well, what was the NES Classic? Because the was NES the Classic
1: one. was sixty dollars, but it got it had didn't didn't it have like sixty games or fifty games? And this the, NES- the SNES Classic had was also sixty dollars, but I think had thirty or thirty five games on it, right?
0: Uh, I think you're overinflating the number of games. Yeah, the SNES had twenty. And
1: um Are you sure about this? The SNES yeah. only had twenty?
0: Yeah, I'm on I'm on the main thing right now. Play twenty classic titles. Oh, so, really? Yeah, that's why. Like you're overinflating <laughs> which it is. And it's uh seventy nine ninety nine was the SNES classic twenty one
1: games on the SNES classic, damn it. But yeah, it's it's only
0: Oh yeah, yeah okay. Sorry, it's a lot it's a plus. lot less than I thought. Exactly. So, twenty-one games for seventy-nine ninety-nine, and that's U.S. So it's not that horrible, considering you're getting, you know, the two controllers type of thing, and they're they're, you know, it's the next generation type of thing. I mean, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, I would feel much more comfortable if I knew what games were included, and I, that I don't understand. Yeah, that's the
1: other issue i have is that why did they choose to open up the pre-orders without the full game list is it because they're not confident in the list and they want people to pre-order the thing and they know that if they release the full 20 titles that people would would not want this this uh, console as much because that seems weird this thing is coming out soon like why wouldn't you announce all the 20 games on it doesn't make sense
0: yeah, that, I really, that, for me, that is the weirdest, like, huh? And
1: like, even Final Fantasy VII, pretty cool game, except it's coming to the Switch, to the Xbox One, it's coming everywhere soon. Like, it's these, like, I don't see, it's a weird little system right now. I, 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 I'm not fearful of it selling, I know it will sell, but I don't understand, like, the appeal. having said that like I I have been on record that the Playstation 1 and the N64 generation is my least favorite so like for me that I might just be biased against this but I just think this is way overpriced for what you're getting especially since you don't even know you're still missing 15 titles there and like I said some of the classics like Crash Bandicoot and Spiral, I don't think will be on there if you talk about Metal Gear Solid like there was a gamecube remake of that game that's much superior like what's i don't know
0: well for me for me this could be an like one of the greatest like classic type of uh like systems ever if they ignore everything you're saying so like because i mean you could have symphony of the night on there you could have yeah you won't have symphony of the
1: night you know why because symphony of the night is getting released on the playstation 4 in a few weeks i I get all same with resident evil resident evil is the remake is available on the ps4 it's it's but that's my point
0: no that's my point like if if they treat this as its own standalone thing have like odd world on there have Gran Turismo, have Resident Evil 2, because you're not going to put Resident Evil 1, I doubt Yeah, but Resident have Evil Silent 2 Evil. has a
1: remake coming up, you know? No,
0: no, 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 no. I, again. I get, <laughs> no, I'm I get, just
1: playing a devil's advocate here. You could I get, be, right? I
0: get all of that. I get all of that. If, if, But if you did, if you truly want to celebrate the the PlayStation, you don't have a choice. Like, you really don't have a choice, but to add those... Those and also I've heard
1: concerns about if you add like Resident Evil or Metal Gear Solid, like this would instantly become M-rated now. And I'm not sure if Sony are worried about that. It, I don't know if they are, but it then become less of like you can't buy that for, for your child. I'm sure some parents won't mind. but
0: Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, like what what differentiated PlayStation? That That is what differentiated it. That's what separated it from everyone else was the fact that you know they i don't want to say introduced but they really brought home this idea of mature games that were not meant for kids so if they release the playstation classic and it does not include any of that that stuff then you're kind of you know scratching your head going well what the hell's the logic of this system it makes no sense like that that's for me and i think i think you're probably right in in the sense of why they only announced five five titles is because of all the 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 reasons that you stipulated and you're right you're not wrong like there's a resident evil 2 remake coming out spyro and crash have their you know their trilogies out and you can keep going and 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 and, and but without any of those games, this is not a PlayStation classic. It's as simple as that. It's just not because those games are what helped make PlayStation what it is. Like you you cannot have a PlayStation like classic if you will without the original Resident Evil or Resident Evil 2. You just cannot you, you can't. It's impossible. You can't have uh a PlayStation classic without symphony of the night it's another one of these things or metal gear solid like you just it's not possible these are games that this they're the ocarina of time you know what i mean they're super mario 64 like these games were so super influential for that particular platform that you don't really have a choice otherwise why the hell are you releasing this (laughs) like who are you catering this to kids families that's not who bought playstation so, anyways, whatever, we shall see, it's going to be interesting to see when they actually announce this, but it's really, it's a bizarre move, let's put it that way. Okay, number three, our th- I keep saying number, our third item is Sony finally allowing cross play on the PlayStation 4, and considering I just spoke for 20 minutes, go ahead and explain why this is relevant.
1: Yeah, this is uh, relevant because they were the only company not allowing cross-play. Even Nintendo, of all people, were allowing cross-play on their platform. And, like, this was starting to piss off uh, publishers, like, uh, Bethesda said that their card game, I believe Elder Scrolls Legends, was not going to be released on PS4 if it did not support cross-play. Uh, there was that whole debacle with Fortnite, which Fortnite, if you have a Fortnite account on the PS4, your account was locked to that uh, system, so you could not, like, play uh, on the Switch or on the Xbox and keep all your cosmetics and stuff like that. Now this is apparently all fixed, and Sony will, f- for the foreseeable future, allow cross-play uh, on all the platforms, so this is a huge win for uh, gamers and one less thing that people have to complain about sony so that's very good
0: good awesome i don't really have anything to add to that so well said good sir next up we have spider-man becomes the fastest selling playstation first party game in history is it actually a first party game yep how do we know that
1: but it's published by sony
0: really yeah i didn't know that interesting so three point three million sold in the first three weeks eclipses the previous record holder of God of War. Which God of War? Three?
1: No, the one that was released in May.
0: Oh, the the okay. The whatever it was just called God of War. Okay, right. By two hundred thousand, nice.
1: All right. Yeah, that does that's pretty good that this year two titles have become the fastest selling Sony titles ever. That's yeah, quite impressive. And I wonder
0: how The Last of Us is going to do.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure The Last of Us will eclipse those, which is scary. Yeah, because they like they're selling very, very well. Like uh Sony is is onto something with the PlayStation 4 right now. So
0: yeah, I know. It's funny. I've been hearing a lot of, like, my colleagues and stuff are like, oh, you know, PS5 should be coming out around the corner. I'm like, guys, with the success that they're having right now with PS4, like, do we even know what it is up to in terms of, like, global units?
1: Uh, I think it's it, it, it's it's more than 80, that that I know. So I, I think by the end of the year, it might surpass 100 million.
0: All right, let's see. Let's see what we got. Uh, well, this is old as hell. Yeah, you're, you, you must be right. December 7th, okay, 2017, it had topped 70 million.
1: Wow. Yeah, so man. it will wow. be a, maybe not by the end of the year, but next year it will surpass 100 million. So, yeah, like this will 80, be the third. Wow,
0: shit, man. It's at 83 million.
1: This will be the third Sony console out of four to surpass 100 million. And by comparison, Nintendo only has one, which is the Wii.
0: That's nuts, man. Like, if
1: you, they have portables that have surpassed that, but as far as consoles, Nintendo only has one. And Sony so, is three out of four right now with, with their consoles. So as much as people talk about how much the Switch is selling, which I think is a bit over exaggerated because it's slowing down. Like the PS4 really isn't. Like it's crazy how much the PS4 is selling, and people don't seem to, t- to talk about it as much as they do with the Switch, which wow, I don't know dude. about the Switch, will how much the Switch will do next year or the year after that, where like all it's getting is Nintendo titles and nothing else.
0: Man, this is nuts. It The PlayStation 4, by December, will surpass the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, that's crazy. I'm pretty and sure then... they
1: already surpassed them.
0: Well, yeah, most likely. It's just officially. Like, uh, they haven't released any... I can't find any, any like, press releases or anything like that. But this is nuts. Because like, they
1: have, like... Like, Spider-Man sold a lot of consoles. They also have, like... A, a, as far as exclusives, they don't have anything else for the rest of the year. But Red Dead Detemption, Red Dead Redemption, Redemption 2, yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Those are two titles, especially Red Dead, that will push PlayStation 4 out of stores like crazy. And that's something, of, unfortunately, the Switch will never have is third-party titles driving people to the store to buy a Switch, which is something people underestimate a bit because yeah, Nintendo yeah. can only do so much.
0: No, no, you're right, man. No one. Uh, that, that's it, man. Wow, I'm looking at these sales. This is messed up. Holy crap, man! Wow, I didn't realize that. Jeez. Well, good on them. Good for them. But that's why, like, I was telling my my colleagues, I was like, guys, you're not, they're, like, they're not in a hurry. You no, they're, I
1: mean? they're, like, they are not, but, like, apparently PlayStation 5 games are already in development, and that most people are saying that 2020 is when it will be released, which I I don't know why people are so, such an area They keep saying that, like, that PCs, like, the power difference is so huge and whatnot, and I'm like... Yeah, but who cares like the the customers are saying that they don't care. I don't understand why there's such a hurry for that because it, it will happen sooner than you think and I don't I just don't see why unless like the PlayStation 4 had like a huge like drop in momentum which doesn't seem like it is. But but maybe by 2020 it will have slowed down a bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean Because you only have like you have The Last of Us 2 coming out. You have uh that that uh, the guys who did Uncharted on Vita they uh, what's yeah, their yeah, name? Yeah. Uh, ben, gone. Sony Ben, yeah, they have then Days Gone coming, then they have Dreams, which I don't think will be a huge seller, and that uh, that game from uh, Kojima, their Death, yeah, yeah, Death Stranding. Yeah. That, which will probably be a PS4, PS five game and will all come out like in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. So you don't have that much left so it's it's and sony has has canceled or not canceled but has said that there's no psx this year because they have nothing like they don't have anything no surprising announcement to announce so they said why bother which is the correct call in my opinion because yeah they don't have anything coming up and i think they're they're slowly but surely preparing up for the ps5
0: yeah and and to be fair like to be totally fair you have to make that call almost like, you know, before PS4 is out. Like, you have to have product placement and understand where are we going with this particular product, even if it hasn't even sold one unit yet, and then go from there. So, like, I get it. I I totally, totally, totally understand how that works. It's just, you know, when you do have an explosive hit on your hand, you got to be careful as well, because you're kind of like, well, okay, wait a second now like do we really want to release you know it's it's like the PlayStation 2 PlayStation 2 was a perfect example of that and and I know people like they have their own beliefs and whatever but Grand Theft Auto 3 on the PS2 basically gave that platform a whole like 2 to 3 years of extra life which was perfect because they were working on the cell processor for the PlayStation 3, which would end up being a huge debacle in, in and of itself. But that's irrelevant. The fact is, like, it got, like, a second wind. With the PS4, it's been fascinating to watch this because it never really slowed down. Like, it's been doing really, really well since day one. It's, and it's
1: funny that you mentioned the cell processor because that thing, to this day, Sony is not able to port ps3 games on the ps4 like just digital games they can't do it because yeah. the ps4 can't run those games and someone i think the mod community has just finished like uh, i've heard about this uh, modding the uncharted games to the pc and they run like total crap like what yeah. was what was the deal with that thing how come it's so hard
0: because it was it was a i think it was nine core processor Like it was, it was just a really, really unique processor that they created, and and that's that. Like it's as simple as that. It's like we're at dual cores, quad cores, but this beast. Well, here, let me look it up. But I remember it had like a ridiculous amount of cores in it, and that that will do it. It'll make it just a a really unique processor. So let's see. Uh, what was it called? Cell processor.
1: Yeah. I just find it funny that the PS4 can't run PS3 games. Like well, look it was at, look so at, complicated.
0: Uh, yeah, but take a look at the uh, the Sega Saturn. There's a reason why Sega Saturn emulation is so hard and why to this day, even with supercomputers and all this, you know, they still not every game, but some games run like total ass. And this is a system that goes back to the N64, for God's sakes. And it has to do with that. That the architecture of the system was just so unbelievably unique. Uh, How many processors? Oh, boy. Uh, It just tells me a multi-core. It doesn't actually say... Anyways, I don't want to look up. I know that it had a ridiculous amount of cores. Let's... uh, Uh, twenty one matches for core. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Uh, yeah, no okay anyway whatever I can't find it but I it was it was a multi-core processor and that's really one of the main things that caused it to be really complicated and also with the graphics card and so on and so forth it was just it was a really unique beast and whenever you create these unique beasts this is what happens exactly like with a Saturn it was it was a really unique like architecture that like it's it's just, it's really challenging to port these things over. And it has not, that doesn't mean that the, like, the PS3 is power, more powerful than, you know, the PS5. It's just, it is what it is. And it's, there's a reason, like I say, why Saturn emulation, so many, like, people don't even bother with it because they're like, it's the, it's just, It's not worth it, you know? And I think that's what Sony is sort of looking at. They're like, it's not really worth the investment that they're going to have to put into it just to port over, like, the Uncharted titles and a few others. So, anyways. All right. So, we also have Nintendo in dispute with Amazon France. Damn Amazon. So, why? What's going on? What's happening here? So, basically, apparently, they're unhappy with the fact that Amazon is cutting prices? Really? Really? On their Switch console. Why? Is it not doing well in Europe?
1: No, it's because, uh, Amazon, uh, they do this even in the, in the US and Canada sometimes. Like, they'll, they'll have like, uh, Smash Brothers instead of being 80 bucks for a week, it'll be 65 dollars, uh, stuff like that. They'll do that for the Switch. They'll cut $10 or $20 off for a week or two. And apparently Nintendo doesn't want them to do that because it undermines the other, like let's say, EB Games and Walmart and stuff like that. I don't know what chains are in Europe, but they don't want them to basically do that. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they want to protect their other partners because Amazon is the one taking the cut here. It's not Nintendo. Nintendo is still selling the, the, the stock at the yeah, same price. Right. It's yeah. just Amazon is cutting themselves a profit margin to try and put their competition out of business or something it's just a practice that i guess nintendo uh, france doesn't want amazon to do
0: do you know any more about like the story like what exactly are they doing like are they just talking to them or are they no
1: they've told them that like they're not getting any more stock at all nice nice. so if you go to amazon france which i'm sure you do often like amazon if you try to buy a switch or a game for the switch they will uh put you they will only have third party sellers on there. They won't have an official Amazon price. Wow. Yep. Well, Nintendo's playing hardball with them and I'm I'm not sure if it's a, a smart idea. Like I see both sides of the coins here, but like if 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 I'm selling a product for like four hundred dollars and somebody wants to sell it at two hundred dollars but they still pay me like two hundred and fifty dollars for it, like go ahead go ahead, I'll sell well, more. It. But yeah, I don't I know, mean, maybe maybe it's not worth it in the long run because you're you're going to piss off the other partners who can't match it, I don't know. Yeah, so,
0: but, the, but it's not you. Like, that's, that's the thing that I don't understand. Yeah, this but once, let's you.
1: say Amazon eventually succeeds and everybody else is out of business, then you only have them to sell your console and then they can basically play hardball with you. Yeah,
0: no, that I understand. That I understand. But I mean, like, in, in this sense, I mean like, you know, all's fair in love and war type of thing. So, I don't know. Well, that's going to be interesting to see. And you're, you're, you know, you're obviously into this. So, uh, be sure to uh, keep us all posted of this because I find that very interesting. All right. Now, something else that I wanted to discuss just very, very quickly that I found out interestingly enough from Twitter was that, Konami has introduced a brand new Castlevania portal site. Now, it's not the most impressive thing in the world. You can tell that it, it, like, you know, it was just created, and I think it was created as a a means of hyping up the Castlevania Season Two Netflix um, miniseries. That's when is that coming out? It should be soon, no?
1: Yeah, I believe it's the twentieth of October, or something like that.
0: Yeah, something like that. Close to and Halloween. Yeah, exactly, which makes sense. And we also have the the you know the mashup of Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night, which is coming out on PS4. I forget what it's actually called. Uh,
1: Requ- Requiem. Requiem. Yeah, I think it is. And Just man, it sucks. Requiem? I get, I get it. Sony is involved with this, so that's why it's a PS4 exclusive. But I would have loved to have that on Switch. Plus, it makes sense with Simon Belmont and Richter Belmont being in Smash, like. Like, there has to be something in the works with Nintendo here somewhere because it would make well, sense for to have Castlevania on the Switch.
0: I agree. I agree. I think that's kind of like, what the hell? Um, but whatever, I mean, you know, exclusive deals aside, this particular site is fascinating because it's something that I've wondered for many, 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 many years of why the hell Konami didn't have their own official portal for the series. And I keep saying Portal. So basically what it is, is your one-stop shop for all things Castlevania video game related. You can cycle between Japan, Europe, and North America. And it has a full history of every single game that has ever been released for the Castlevania series. It even links to, like, uh, the different digital shops. Tells you, like, oh, you can buy this on the Wii U virtual console and all kinds of crazy stuff which I thought was really, really cool, actually. And not only that, but they have, like, a new product sort of, like, tab, and you can click that. Right now, all it has is Castlevania Requiem, but it's very clear that there's space for more games. And as this is one of my favorite, like, action series, I really hope, that Konami comes back with this particular series. And I always think of it at Halloween because it's just, you know, it's kind of the theme, it's fitting. And you mentioned the Switch, and it's like, man, I would love, I would just love to have, you know, another, like, 2D, I was going to say Metroid, Castlevania game. (laughs) It would just be awesome. Be it in the vein of Symphony of the Night, be it in in the vein of, like... uh, you know, uh, Rondo of Blood, whatever. I'll, I'll accept either or, because uh, I just I'd love to just have that music and everything would just be so kick ass again. I would just love that, and it was so much fun going through Bloodstained that you know yeah it scratches that itch, but there's nothing like really the main Castlevania series. Now I don't want to get my hopes up because you know Konami being Konami right now, but it it really. It really boggles my mind to think what Konami has like turned into. I just, I just really don't understand it.
1: They've probably I mean, started this whole portal just to hype up their new Pachinko, Castlevania machines. Yeah, exactly. Like, or their new I, iPhone games. I don't, so I don't know. It.
0: I don't know either, but it's just... It's nice. It was just nice. It was really nice to go, and I checked it out this morning, and I was like, this is pretty cool. You know, seeing all those original box arts for Castlevania, all the way through Blood... Like, uh, what is it? Bloodlines, and then the N64 games, and just the whole thing brought back a lot of memories, and I was like, man, you guys, like... Like, I still don't get it. Like, one day we'll have to have a real conversation about that, because, like, when SNK went the way of the Pashinko machine I I understood it you know like they had one platform They, they were releasing games on a Neo Geo like hardware that was basically extinct at that particular point their games weren't selling well it made sense it just totally totally made sense with Konami on the other hand I don't get it I never really paid attention to their financials okay so that's the first caveat that i got to mention. Because, like, it's possible that their, their financials sucked. But it's like, you know, no offense to SNK fans, but the King of Fighters isn't Castlevania, isn't Metal Gear Solid, isn't Silent Hill. Like, these are three franchises that were huge. Like, I, I just don't get... How do you go from that to Pashinko machines i don't get it
1: no me either like uh, maybe their games are weren't selling as much as you think i don't know maybe that's yeah, it yeah
0: maybe maybe it is that's it but it like for me it's like the equivalent of capcom just saying well okay guys we're going into uh you know defibrillators now and you're like what well
1: look at Mega Man with capcom like well exactly they, they haven't really necessarily treated that franchise that well over the years so Maybe that's that's a a fair comparison
0: yeah I, I just i don't know i I've been very very um i don't know I've just been very confused and I'm not like everyone else with like up yours cap uh uh Konami and all this sort of stuff i've just been lost i've been really confused over what the hell this organization has been doing, and then they did something bizarre and they released like bomberman for switch, and you're like what like what?" And they're still
1: releasing content for that game by, by I know <laughs> which is funny.
0: Like I don't I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like give me freaking give me a new Silent Hill, man. Give me a, a Castlevania game. Like I don't have you ever played Silent Hill like for real? Not long. Yeah, I didn't think so because that's a game. Like that series, especially like the first 3, man. Oh my god. Like, those first three were were legitimately scary. I remember in the third one when you had to go down into, like, a subway with no lights on. And you're going into, like, a train station. You know what I mean? Like a subway station. Mm-hmm. And you have to run between one car and the next car. And you got, like, all these horrible sound effects all around you i was just like okay i'm actually scared you know <laughs> like i'm like i'm straight up like got the surround sound going no lights on in the uh your place and i'm like okay i'm I'm gonna if something touches me i'm gonna scream like steven <laughs> and like and i missed that man i really really missed that like I don't understand what the hell is wrong with this company and I understand they went crazy they they pulled the telltale games with that series where it was like every year they had like a new Silent Hill which is ridiculous but even like Castlevania there was a while there man where we were getting like one after another after another after another, after another and there's only so much yeah, and you know the, like, and like Game Boy Advance
1: pitch. and Nintendo DS like we were f- f- treated to very good Castlevania games and we were and I think the sales were decent I don't know. Especially Circle of the Moon, man. It That that game sold well, so...
0: I, I just... I don't understand. I truly don't understand. And I miss those days now because it's like... Like, this sucks. Like, it, it legitimately sucks.
1: I think Bloodstained Curse of the Moon uh, might have surprised them and shown them that there's a market for old-school Castlevania games.
0: I'm really hoping so. I really, really hope so. And I hope that the new one... Uh, ritual of the night I'm really I'm hoping because I'm part of that Kickstarter and they were saying that they're they're working more and more and more to try and get the look to be as you know 2d as possible and I I have really high expectations for that only because I want I just I want another Castlevania game, and it's like it's the closest thing that we we can possibly get, and fully orchestrated soundtrack and everything. I'm like, man, that like there's real potential there, and I know it's been delayed, and I understand all this stuff, but like I can't help but be excited for this, and I'm just I'm really hoping that Konami looks at this. Let's stay with like, me, okay, like
1: Ritual of the Night. I, I don't want to talk about it until it's released because I'm very afraid for that game. Because wasn't the original release date like, like twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen? Uh probably and, now. Like, yeah, it's been it's, a while. It, it won't be released until twenty nineteen now.
0: Yeah. Every and year I there's think...
1: a new delay. It's like if if they delay it for a good reason, like at the end of the day if the game comes out and it's amazing, nobody will rem- will remember about the delays. But yep. if this turns out into a mining number no. nine situation, which it very well could be because some of these guys, like Inuf- Inufani and Iga, like they—they're very good at this, but they've never been in control of their own company before. So maybe they're—they're they're biting off more than they can chew. Yeah, and I think I, that's what—what what is happening with these games.
0: I I would a hundred percent agree with you. The only difference here, and this is again, it's only my opinion, but the only difference that I see here is that we've had two demos and that's the difference between mighty number no. 9 and this mm-hmm. is that like i've actually played this game twice now and both times it's been awesome
1: yeah no that's a fair point but i've played demos that were great that didn't turn out to be a great game in the past exactly. so it's just like i don't want to hear about this game until it's out because right now like the more the the they, they say stuff the more they promise stuff it's like shut up just release the game work on the game that's it because I I I, I've seen Mighty Number Nine like the same things were being said with Mighty Number Nine.
0: Yeah, like I say, my only thing that's kept me going has been like the last time they released that 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 second demo, and I was like, okay, this is even better than the first time around. So, but again, yeah, you're right that like I'm I'm trying to temper my expectations because I don't want to be you know disappointed and whatever, but. We'll see. I'm just hoping that Konami is working on something. I really, really do. I mean, it's it's fine to keep releasing, you know, the classic titles, and I'm okay with that, because it allows other people to experience these games, but... It only goes so far. And I am kind of disappointed that Requiem is only on the PS4 because it would have been great to have that on the Switch, especially, like, having Rondo of Blood in its original format, in the original 2D, and then jumping into Symphony at night, that is something that I don't know how many people have actually done that, but it's something that I know you... You would really enjoy that. And night.
1: Symphony of the Night. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's never been released on a Nintendo platform before, right? I know uh, it's been on yeah. the 360. Yeah. Like I, and like for me, if I was Konami, that's what I do, man. I I concentrate on Castlevania, Contra. Bring Contra back and don't, oh yeah, Jeez, don't it's try great. to uh, modernize yeah, it. Just do it with like pixel art or even like a, a new 2.5d style but just keep the classic gameplay release a contra every two years and everybody else will be happy you won't sell 10 million of copies but it will be profitable like yeah. contra is one of my favorite games ever the nes one like man like i if when we did our top 10 a- of games of all time it was number five on my list yeah. i adore that game and that series the last one that was released was contra 4 on the DS, and that was done by Way Forward, and it was just a gem, amazing game. I want more Contra. I want more Castlevania, man. Even yeah, Blades I, of Steel, bring another. back Blades of Steel, oh my damn God, it! Be great, <laughs> I be know great. it's on the NES, like uh, no, it's yeah. not actually. Ice Hockey is on the NES, the NES uh, Classic uh, online. No, not NES Classic, but the online Nintendo oh, right, thing on the right, Switch. Right, right. There, you can play Ice Hockey, but you can't play Blades of Steel, damn it. I want Blades damn, of Steel. It's... I used yeah, to man. play that game on my grandpa's black and white tv in my room when i was a kid oh god <laughs> but it was still awesome yeah man face well, off
0: yeah i love it's that we to pass, can pass. Oh. <laughs> it's classic it had it had voice the, acting damn it i know exactly <laughs> voice acting <laughs> oh god but it's sad. Like, I can't believe I forgot Contra, man. Yeah, that's true. That's another, like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? I don't get it. And you have, like, a system right now that's available that's catering to all these, like, indie games and stuff like that. Like, there is no other substitute for, like, a Contra or a Castlevania. Like, I'm sorry, but there isn't. If you made that a digital only release, you put that on the. Yeah, shop, I don't man. care about
1: physical stuff. Give no, me the Exactly. Games. just
0: uh, put that on there keep your budget low and i assure you you're going to sell a lot of copies
1: yeah because a lot of people like in the comments sometimes they say they don't buy a digital ever and i'm always sad when i hear that because it's so much simpler for some companies to just worry about making the damn game and release it like there's so many digital store now and Every platform—the 3DS, the Switch, the yeah, PlayStation yeah. 4, Steam, the Xbox One—like you can have success that way. You don't need to concentrate on like manufacturing stuff. Like the profit margin is so low for that. When you can just like publish it on the, the Switch, and if it sells well, man, you're you're basically swimming in money.
0: No, exactly. I don't. I don't get it.
1: Well, anyways, that's
0: enough of that for, uh, that, that's nice and depressing. So, <clears throat> oh yeah, look at that. Perfect timing too, to wrap this up. Perfect. Absolutely excellent. So, what are you going to be uh, working on over the next two weeks?
1: <laughs> I would have loved to do reviews, but you're not cooper- cooperating, you bastard.
0: Well, get, if Cran can get you footage.
1: Yeah, I asked Cran. She has not played The Messenger. She doesn't have it and Little Dragon Cafe she doesn't have it either, although she was concerting it, but I don't want her to buy it just for me to do a review, so that's the problem well, with this then, this stuff. Then you're, you're too it. lazy.
0: Yes, that's that's correct. You heard that folks. <laughs> I'm too lazy. Because
1: my Octopad okay. Traveler, man, that was my best work yet, but I screwed it up. I it was way too fast when I recorded it and That's why I should never do, like, back-to-back review and podcast. Like, I was way too tired for that one, and I was sad because, like, the delivery was butchered. Still did okay, but it's just, man. How did the review itself do? Uh, It did fairly average. Like, I think it's at 350 views now. Lots of comments, though, which is fine. But, like, if you compare it to some of my other, like, my Doom review really hit it off. Like, that was something that surprised me. But, yeah. Mm. Like I, like with the messenger, like I really wanted that because like, I'm sad that that game hasn't sold well, which sucks. Well, you Little Dragon really Cafe, know. I always like to showcase games that people have no idea exists. Like you were, you have no idea about this game stuff. Like I always like it when I do that, when I bring attention to games that people don't know. Oh, exactly! And man, Mega Man 11, is. man, we could have had the world exclusive, damn it! If you had not been a lazy bum.
0: Yeah, sorry, I wasn't even <laughs> home, so that that was kind of hard. All right, man. So you tell everyone the goodbyes, and then I'm going to just stay silent. Oh, you
1: forget! Don't forget about the 10k vlog, damn you! You need to yeah, do that. That's you need I'll to start only do that in December. Putting in it off. It's just yeah. a, a contest.
0: Yeah, but I haven't even sent out the thing for the last one and I know I'm not going to hold a big contest like this until I'm off. When I'm off school, I'll, I'll hold the, uh, I'll hold it.
1: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Tell the world goodbye, man. Tell
0: the world goodbye.
1: I, I I refuse. I refuse to leave this podcast. I will hold you hostage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then I shall say it for you. Then. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone else in between, thanks for joining us, and we will catch you all in two weeks with an episode of Nintendo Fanboys. Take care, everybody.